Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 103.9 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Alex Ashbrook is our very special guest, and she is the director of Root Causes and Specific Populations at Food Research Action Center. That's FRAC for short. And we are uh, talking to her about uh, the issue of hunger and, and hunger locally. Not uh, We're not talking about foreign countries. We're talking about here at home. And uh, everyone should uh, kind of, you know, their ears should perk up and, uh, and listen in. Uh, this is a lady who knows uh, uh, more about the issue than uh, than ninety percent of the people, ninety nine percent of the people out there, and I'm thrilled to have her, Alex Ashbrook. Welcome. Thanks, Frank, for having me. Well, listen, uh, happy to have you. Uh, it's it's not a cheerful subject, but it's an important subject. And if you can uh, give us some idea of uh, of what we're looking at as far as the population in New York, uh, who go to bed hungry or at least uh, are, are not getting the nourishment they should be getting. Yeah, it, childhood hunger is a critical health issue in New York and across the country. Um, and and the good news is it doesn't have to be that way. There are solutions. And in terms of childhood um, hunger, in New York, a full 15% of households with children worry about um, how to put food on the table. They experience what we call food insecurity. And black and Latino households with children are disproportionately impacted by food insecurity. Alex, I've, I've worked closely with, with some catering companies over the years. I've been in the restaurant business. I've been in the, the nightclub business over the years. I, I, I always wonder why there isn't some kind of setup with the catering houses that uh, that really waste maybe forty percent of their food ends up in a in a dumpster, uh, and if there wasn't some kind of program, and again, pardon my ignorance on this because maybe there's a uh, maybe there's an easy answer to it, but I mean there is a, uh, there are restaurants that uh, like if there were proper um, refrigeration trucks or there were proper uh, distribution uh, outlets uh, that. Uh, these these foods that are that are set up for feast that are going into a dumpster could easily be going to help solve this problem. What's wrong with what I just said? And uh, you know, listen, I know it's not so easy, and it's not as black and white as all of that. But uh, is uh, is there anything underway that uh, addresses what I just brought up? Yeah, well, if we're going to solve hunger in America, we really have to bring all different sectors together, the public, the private, the restaurants, schools, after-school programs, um, and pediatricians. And we're doing an initiative in in New York to help um, pediatricians screen and address food insecurity. When we look at how to address hunger in America, it's really a, a political issue, and that's why we really focus on bringing these federal nutrition programs, strengthening them and making sure all eligible people can access programs like the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP, um, School Meals, WIC. These are the programs that connect millions of families to not only food, but nutritious food resources that are going to improve their health 
um, and well-being, and they're available in every community. So, so those are the solutions that are um, sustainable and have a far reach. Alex, is there uh, is is there consideration given, and I'm sh- I'm sure they would have to be, but is there consideration given to uh, the feelings of these uh, of these children that are are going there to to make sure that they're uh, they're not embarrassed in any way of being uh, yeah, that's, differentiated between their peers and themselves. Yeah, that's a really good um, issue to bring up, a stigma surrounding food insecurity. And let me talk for a moment about what it means for a child who's experiencing food insecurity. Um, it's detrimental to their health, nutrition, and well-being. And children who experience food insecurity are likely to be sick more often, to recover from illness more slowly and to be hospitalized more frequently. And these negative effects of food insecurity last a lifetime for children and and extend beyond physical manifestations. Um, Other issues associated with food insecurity are developmental delays, mental health disorders, and poor educational outcomes. And we know um, from teachers across um, New York that the last thing on a hungry child's mind is is learning. So one of the things that the federal nutrition programs allow is for people to be served um, without stigma. If everyone in your school is in the cafeteria or having breakfast in the classroom, that makes it a normal part of the school day, just in the way you're distributing textbooks, you're distributing food for, for kids to eat. And we know school meals are one of the healthiest meals that children receive. If you're just joining us a little late or if you're turning on your radio a little late. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly. Alex Ashbrook is our very special guest, and she is the director of Root Causes and Specific Populations at FRAC. That's Food Research and Action Center, and and she's doing uh, such uh, important work. And again, we're talking about food insecurity. We're talking about uh, hunger and, and uh, malnutrition to uh, to a uh, a degree, and uh, Alex, if uh, if we were to know someone who had a uh, had an issue uh, or or had questions, um, how do you how do you address it? Uh, is, is it mostly through the internet? Is it uh, is it in person? Is it by phone still? Uh, is it is it kind of a combination of things? What what do you find yourself doing as far as uh, dealing with these problems most likely? Is it, in, is it an in-person situation? Is it an online uh, situation? Um, give us a little uh, insight into what you deal with every day. Well, one of the best ways to connect families to the federal nutrition programs is through trusted partners. Um, and one of the exciting and innovative ways we're working to address um, food insecurity is through a partnership with the American Academy of Pediatricians and the New York chapter uh, to equip pediatricians and their practice teams with the tools to identify food insecurity among their patients because food insecurity can be invisible even to the trained medical eye and then to work to connect families to a range of resources You know, most notable programs like SNAP and school meals and summer meals and pandemic EBT. So part of it is making sure that trusted partners like schools and teachers um, know about these programs and connect families to these programs. The 
average eye, I imagine, uh, it would, would be, and when we talk about neighbors or friends or family members, I, I imagine they would be even less, um, uh, it, it would be more difficult, I should say, to, uh, to uh, identify where there is a problem unless somebody actually tells them. Are, are there some telltale signs that we could look for in, uh, in people that we suspect could possibly be uh, dealing with food, uh, food insecurity and, uh, and, and have a, a need for SNAP uh, and maybe aren't stepping up or maybe just aren't aware of it? Yeah, there are a wealth of resources um, on our website at www.crack.org, and we connect people to um, our partner organizations in um, across the country, including in New York. Um, Hunger Free New York is a great organization. Um, we're also there. There are state um, resources um, for folks who have access to the internet. You know, there there are a lot of wonderful resources and. In, in New York and community organizations that, that help people connect to resources like SNAP and WIC. So it's really a question of getting the word out about these fabulous programs that are available to support families and to, you know, really destigmatize hunger in America. I mean, the pandemic has really um, shed light on how many people struggle with food insecurity and the disproportionate rates. But we know that these problems existed long before COVID, and we've been working in, in crisis mode for a long time to make sure that no one struggles to put food on the table. Are there measures being taken, or have they been taken to make sure that educators, that teachers, and uh, daycare center workers uh, are aware of some telltale signs um, uh, is there being is there enough being done to uh, uh, to make sure that the folks that are in touch with especially the young people out there are uh, are, are looking or are trying to look for uh, for cases that uh, that you can help with? Yeah, that's a great question, Frank. I mean, the first first line of um, defense against hunger is is for schools to offer breakfast, lunch. Um, there's also after-school meals that schools can provide children. So that will definitely um, connect children to the nutrition they need to thrive. So if a school is doing all that, the kids are getting the nutrition they need, but um, teachers are, are engaged in uh, nutrition education, and school nurses and others have been trained to identify um, food insecurity. There are also programs for childcare centers um, where they they can serve breakfast, lunch, and other meals to children in their care. So if you're providing the food, that's that's really important to helping mitigate food insecurity. Alex, there are um, – go ahead, Frank, sorry. No, no, go ahead, please. I was just going to say there are screening questions um, that are used to identify food insecurity. The Hunger Vital Sign is a key screening tool. And many um, groups of professionals, most notably um, pediatricians and other um, healthcare providers, are using those tools. Well, I, I just wanted to say congratulations to you and everyone at FRAC for everything that you're doing. It's wonderful work, and uh, it's it's so important for us as a, as a country, as a uh, as a city, as a state to uh, to recognize it and to have folks like you and others. Uh, to uh, to spearhead 
all of this. Uh, can you please give us a website or a social media site uh, at that uh, where you could be reached once again and anything else that you want to add real quick? Sure. Um, our website is www.frac.org. We're at Frack Tweets. And excited that you're um, shining a light on this issue of, of food insecurity and how people can take action to connect people to critical federal nutrition programs. Alex, thank you very much for being here. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you. Um, discussing this issue. Alex Ashbrook, everyone, uh, has been our very special guest. She is the director of Root Causes and Specific Populations at Food Research Action Center, and uh, that's FRAC for short, and uh, just wonderful work that they've been doing. Go to their website and uh, and check them out on uh, socials, but please uh, you know, follow up on, on what Alex Ashbrook has been talking about. It's so important. Uh, to us as a uh, as a global community, never mind locally, but uh, as a community, and uh, and it starts at home. It starts close to home. Frank McKay signing off. Alex Ashbrook has been our very special guest. Once again, she's the director of Root Causes and Specific Populations at FRAC uh, Food Research Action Center. Frank McKay, again, signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. <laughs>